0: Next, on News for the Soul, learn intuitive skills with Tina. Tina Zion is a fourth-generation intuitive medium, an internationally known expert in medical intuition and mediumship. As an award-winning author and instructor, she teaches medical intuition and mediumship skills to students around the world. And now she's here to teach you on News for the Soul. Please welcome Tina Zion back to News for the Soul. Hello there, everybody. And yes, I'm Tina Zion. And I am thrilled to be part of News for the Soul. And the founder and host of News for the Soul is Nicole Whitney. And I love how she thinks of the speaker's and all of you listeners on these radio programs. And you know what she told me? She said she considers you and me and everyone else as a soul family. And I just love that. And that's one of the reasons I decided to join News for the Soul. I just really loved her saying that. I want to explain to everybody that I am an intuitive and a medium and a medical intuitive. And I work closely with highly advanced group of divine and sacred guides. And for probably about the last 10 years, I've been directed to stop doing readings and healings and teach people, teach other people of just how powerful they really, truly are. So you are already intuitive. And you are already a medium and an intuitive. And if you're yearning to be a healer, you can also go in that direction if you choose to do that. So on the first Monday of every month, I'm going to share really precise steps with you to enhance all the powers and the abilities that you already have. And then I will offer you some homework, and I am starting to call it home play, so it's not considered work, uh, to consider it home play, to do that month until we meet again. Now, on some of the shows, I will also open it up uh, to questions, because I love questions. That actually helps me give everyone a lot more details than what um, you know, I sometimes think to even mention. So I'm going to reach out also to a couple, maybe even a few, of my long-term mentoring students and interview them so that you can hear other people's processes as they became professional intuitive mediums and medical intuitives and how some people have decided not to be professional, but it's just work with their family and their friends and their neighbors. So to begin today, as my uh, first time with you all, I want to detail really what intuition is because I've found over the years that, gosh, so many people are not really aware of intuition or what it looks like when it happens or, what it should be or could be. And I want to especially today to help you get a sense of maybe what's been getting in your way. So first of all, I have to say over and over again, you are already an intuitive and you're already a medium. And those of us who do this professionally and have become uh, pretty well known, we do not have any special gifts please 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 hear that in fact i love to start all all, all of my courses saying i don't have really any gifts at all and i try to remember to say that to everybody because we're all wired when we are born to be intuitive we're natural natural naturally at it intuition is simply the ability to notice and receive information that's everywhere. And, you know, sometimes I tell people that I really think I just teach people how to notice, oh, maybe the very subtle things around them. And and really that's the bottom line, I think, is to begin to notice what's happening around you. So I have a whole list of things that I want to bring up here that We are absolutely immersed in waves of information every second of our day. The universe is talking to us, uh, communicating with us, sending us messages, sending us signals that it's only a matter of noticing. And next month, I'm actually going to bring up Uh, I've come up with 18 that I've noticed anyway, 18 different pathways that the world around us um, is communicating with us. So I'll bring that up next month at our our next time together. So we're immersed in these waves of information. And intuition is not magical or mystical. It is absolutely very natural and normal around you and i want you to make our time together since this is about learning intuitive skills to to notice how this applies to you what are your thoughts been what's been going on with you that you're even listening to to me today to learn more about being intuitive And if you're here with me today or listening to this from the archives, you're getting a signal about intuition. And please, please notice, first of all, that intuition is not magical at all. It is absolutely a natural and normal part of who we are as humans. And it's been that way since the caveman and before. So please notice that and notice that about yourself. Have you thought that it's just magical and mystical and out of your reach? Because it's not. Now, one of the key things that I want to bring up with everybody is that it will never stop feeling like your imagination. Now, if you can really, really take that in, and really own that thought. This, this will take you over all the bumps that might be uh, getting in your way. That intuition is always, always, always going to feel like imagination. And yet it is absolutely very real. So the feel of it doesn't take away from the reality of it. The feel of it, I had to think about this for a long time, but it feels and always will feel like you just dreamed it up, feels like you just made it up. But what the reason why it feels like that is that we are actually noticing the non-physical realms. So the non-physical realms of life do not have that physical substance as much. And so that's why it will always feel like your imagination. Now let's just stop there for a little bit because I always, always want to make uh, my time with you all about you. So I want you to notice what you have been aware of that you just really dismissed. And thought, oh, I just, you know, wish that or I'm dreaming it up or, you know, it popped in out of nowhere. So it's probably nothing. It's probably a coincidence. And I want you to take a moment right now and notice if you have done that today. Notice if you've done that this week. And I'll be quiet for just a, a couple of seconds here for you to think about that. Your intuition and my intuition is sensing and perceiving and it does not come to us really through our logical thinking brain, our logical thinking mind. It's sensing, it's perceiving, and it's noticing. Now a lot of people will ask me, well, how how do I tell between my intuition and my thinking mind? And here's here's how you will know that intuition will always be consistent about a topic. So again, make this about yourself. And if you have been oh trying to make a decision between two jobs or a decision between two homes or something like that, some kind of decision. Just think about any kind of decision that you've been trying to make. Our thinking mind will wing around all over the place. Well, that'll work out. Well, this probably won't work. Well, it might. Well, maybe I should do this. Well, maybe I should do that. That's your thinking mind doing what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to try to Sort out things in your life, to sort out your decisions, and to sort out everything like that. So it will always leap around about an issue, trying to figure out logically, is this good? Is this better? What would happen to me if I did this? What would this look like? Well, who would care? Would anybody care? See, all those kind of things. So take a moment and notice that, that your logical brain is supposed to go this way and that way, sorting things out, looking it over, trying to decide. Now, intuition, on the other hand, your intuitive wisdom about one issue at a time or one decision or one concern at a time if it's your intuition it will always give you the same signal it won't jump around now that signal is usually mm, quieter i guess i guess i'd say that that consistent message is more subtle But it doesn't change. See, that's the detail about this. It doesn't jump around. It doesn't leap around trying to sort it out. It consistently gives you the same signal. Now, many, many, many people will call that, oh, I just had that feeling in my gut. I've heard people say that a lot. Oh, I just had that feeling in my heart or in my chest and it just kept kept giving me that same signal. Now this is a, really a key, key um, moment here about noticing your intuition. It will not jump around like your thinking mind does. Okay, now the next point I wanna make is always, always, always take the pop Of information anything that pops in it kind of pops in out of nowhere sometimes anything that pops in is going to be your clearest piece of intuitive information so somebody even um, made a bumper sticker for me because I'm always talking to people about take the pop did it pop into your awareness So take a moment right now and ask the universe to give you just an instant pop of a wisdom. Now a pop is instant, so it should have already popped in. And notice what popped. Because when we have a pop of information, now that information could be a thought, it could be a feeling, it could be a sentence, a words, it could be images. But if it pops in out of nowhere, it is coming to us from the universe around you. So notice that pop that just happened for yourself. And I want you for some of your homework and your home play to actually notice now the information or images or ideas that pop in out of nowhere. So that's your first home, your first homework for today and for this month is to notice the pop. Now, intuition tends to come to us, I say, through seven pathways. So it comes in through um, the five physical, and everybody knows these as the clairs. So it comes through as uh, the sense of touch, the sense of taste, the sense of smell, sight and sound. But I also say that the sixth sense comes in waves of knowing. I find this the hardest thing to describe of all, when there's just a wave of knowing. And some of you will be, oh, sitting in a restaurant with your friends, and you just get a wave of knowing about the person that you're sitting with. And that's one of the pathways of intuition that comes in, and It's a wave of knowing. You just get a sense of that. Now, the seventh sense that I love to talk about because I don't find very many people talking about this is actually telepathy. Telepathy is the energy of thought bouncing back and forth, the energy of thought coming from your guides, the energy of thought coming from uh, your uh, dearest friend. And telepathy is a huge part of mediumship. I want to really point that out. There's a difference between hearing, like if you were hearing spirit, hearing your guides, hearing a deceased person, if you were hearing spirit, it would sound like my voice or someone's voice touching your eardrum, which is how we hear physically. And many, many times, I called, I <laughs> I woke up a couple of weeks ago in the middle of the night because somebody said "Tina," and I woke up and I said "What?" And I literally heard that loud voice, t- you know, t- going into my ears and vibrating on my eardrum. But I want to point out the difference with telepathy because telepathy is actually the energy of thought, not the sound of voice touching our eardrums. So think about telepathy. And how many times have you just known that all of a sudden you were picking up um, your family member's thoughts. And you say the same thing. In fact, this happened in my house last night. I said something, and my friend sitting there said, how would you know that? I just thought that. Well, because our thoughts are very, very powerful. And I wanted to get into that, too, pretty soon here in our future um get-togethers of how powerful our thoughts really are. Our thoughts can make us ill, our thoughts can make us well. Our thoughts are our are energy vibrations that we're communicating back and forth without those verbal words. So really notice that about yourself. When did you just know what the other person was thinking or vice versa, the other person was thinking the same thing that you were thinking. So really think about that. Now, another thing I want to bring up, absolutely trust what you spontaneously receive. So again, it's about that pop. When I decided to trust without question anything that popped into my awareness, oh my goodness, it made all the difference in the world. I decided I trust the pop as an absolute truth and it made all the difference in my abilities. So I hope some of you are writing this down and the reason I'm saying that Is I just literally saw someone in my mind jotting down some of these keys because this is where I wanted to start out in our first time together is really these intuitive insights what is intuition and when is it happening and what does it look like or feel like or sound like when it when it really does happen so that's why I'm going through all these is if you decide today to absolutely trust the POP of information. It will make all the difference in the world to you. And here's the other thing about that. A lot of times you will not understand for a while what that POP really means. So notice that too, that you might not understand the POP, and a lot of times I don't, but I take it as an absolute truth, and I take it for myself, or I take it for you know, a mentoring student that I'm working with, and I take it as an absolute truth. Now, one of the things that that gets in the way of intuitive is, oh, I love to give this example just decades ago when I was doing readings. Uh, intuitive readings, I kept seeing, I was working with this woman, and I kept seeing wolves in my mind's eye coming forward, and then uh, the wolf would, the face of the wolf would back up, and another wolf would come in. And there was multiple wolves uh, coming into my mind's eye. And at that time, I was really shy about uh, being so um, forward and so honest about what I was getting. And so I didn't tell that woman. And when I finally decided at the end of the session to tell that woman, and I finally said, for some reason I keep seeing wolves while we're uh, having our session together here. She lit up like a light bulb, and she said, wolves are so important to me. She said, I have wolves tattooed all over my back. Now that story, I bring that up all the time because it's the first time and the first signal that I got that I should absolutely trust what I get. Now I would beg you though, see, not to interpret because that's where intuitives and mediums lose some of their credibility is people, you'll get something for someone and they'll say, well, what does that mean? And what I want you to be ready for is to say, what's important is what does it mean to you? Because here's what will happen. If we um, get, um, like I could have used the wolves and told her what wolves mean to me, and it probably would have been completely different than what they mean to her. So please, as you venture into your intuitive life, do don't, don't interpret what you get for someone else because our interpretation is really us putting our own life into it, putting our own meaning into something. And that's probably completely different than what Uh, the person is that you're helping, what it means to them. So put that as one of your key points. For those of you, I keep seeing people write things down, to don't interpret what you get for someone else. Help them really sort out, well, what do wolves mean to you or what does something mean to you? Okay, now the next thing I want to talk about is... When I work with someone, I can tell that they are yearning so much to enter into this intuitive life for themselves, this intuitive life um, to help others, which is, I, I hope, where many of you are going to go with this. But I can tell when people are yearning, just yearning to be intuitive for themselves and their own life and for others. Because they're working really, really hard at it. Now, here's how I tell how people are working hard at it, is that I can see uh, the, their energy field, and, and you can too, that their energy field will be pushing outward from their third eye, and the third eye is there in the center of their forehead, as as we all have. And they're pushing outward, and uh, I kind of chuckle inside because many people look to me like a unicorn because they have this kind of like this uh, pointed funnel of energy coming outward from their forehead. And at first I had to ask my guides, what the heck am I seeing? What is this? What is this about? What's going on here? Why does this person look like a unicorn? And... They, they told me it's because they're, they're really searching for information. They're working hard for the information. They're, they're trying so hard to be intuitive uh, for their own life and, and to help other people too. So that's the opposite of what will work for you. So if you would, do not work at being intuitive. In fact, I want to walk us through uh, a little exercise here. And the reason I'm going to bring this up is I've had some very, very, very well-known professional, very well-known uh, psychics, mediums, and intuitive come to my courses. And I used to get very, very, very nervous, but... Uh, Because I'd know who they were and I thought, oh my goodness, why are they at my course and my workshop and things like that. And those people were the sweetest and kindest to me. And here's what they would say about what we are about to do. When I was talking about looking like a unicorn and working very, very hard, I walked everybody through this little practice session And these very, very, very well-known, famous intuitives would come up to me at the break time and lunch time, and they would say, Tina, that was the coolest thing I've ever heard. Or they would say, that makes all the difference in the world, even to them. And they've been doing this level of work for a very long time. So that's why I want to share this with you right now. So if you would... Just kind of get into a a relaxed mode and you can have your eyes open or your eyes closed. Mm. And just notice, if you would, I want you to notice the physical sensations of inhaling because a lot of people say, oh, just, you know, Start meditating by just breathing in and out. But I want you to notice instead the physical sensations of inhaling right now. You can feel the coolness of the air come in as it touches around the edge of your nose. I want you to follow that awareness, if you would, that when you inhale, the air comes in and it feels cool. It actually comes into the back of your throat. And it touches. It just touches the back of your throat and feels Cool. And then if you follow that physical sensation down inside of you, you'll just notice, and everyone's different, you'll notice where that coolness just changes into warmth. So notice that right now, if you would. notice if you feel like already you're working kind of hard because go back to being playful about this. No work at all. Intuition is truly simply noticing. And now I will say I want you to imagine And I'll call it imagination, but it's actually happening. I want you to also imagine that every time you inhale now, you're inhaling at the same time into your forehead. So just be playful and just imagine that you can breathe in through your nose, your mouth, and your forehead At the exact same time. I ask you to notice that your forehead will just begin to feel softer. Your skin will feel just supple. It won't feel tight. It will loosen any tightness of old worries that you've had. can you inhale into your forehead your forehead just feel the difference very very playful just feel the difference and now i want you to send your breath into your forehead And just feel it become warm and rich. And just with your thoughts, I ask that you send your breath in through your forehead and send it into the very centered point of your head. You'll just know where that is somehow. You'll know right where the centered point of your head is. And just bring that fresh air into your head, into the center of your head, and playfully notice that inside of your head feels a bit different, lighter, feels truly like a breath of fresh air comes into your mind. Mm-hmm. And now I ask you for each of you to decide on a color that you love the most. And inhale that color in through your forehead and send that beautiful color to the very center point in your mind that centered point in your head. Mm Mm-hmm. And some of you have already noticed that your mind just feels like it has become awakened a little bit or feels a bit um, more alive. And this is really where the pineal gland resides. The pineal gland feels that aliveness inside of your head. Just feel that aliveness and feel just that Vibration of that particular color that you chose. Ah. And now I want you to ask the universe to give you a truth and a wisdom just for you. RIGHT NOW AND TAKE THE POP. YOU MIGHT EVEN WRITE THAT DOWN BECAUSE WHAT I HAVE FOUND OVER THE YEARS IS THAT WHEN WE WORK WITH THE NON-PHYSICAL REALMS, that we think that we will remember these things forever. But the non-physical realms do seem to be less physical. And so uh, sometimes we need to write uh, our wisdoms down that come to us, our intuitive pops that come to us, so you can keep track of it, remember it, and live it. Just live it. So those are really the the key things that I wanted to begin with today to possibly, hopefully, give some of you a new sense of what intuition really is. And that you are really already an intuitive, you are already even a medium. Because my hope for everyone is that you begin to live with one foot in the physical and one foot in the non-physical in a very, very balanced, genuine, sincere way. Because we are physical and we are non-physical, we humans, at the exact same time. I love talking about this. So I do want to shift gears now. Hopefully you've jotted down what your wisdom was because it will be very important to you. And I want you to think about that wisdom too that came to you uh, throughout your time because that is a message from the universe. That's a message. Now, I want to shift gears here. And again, I want you to notice what might be getting in your way of being the intuitive that you're meant to be. So I actually have a list here of one of the the first thing that people have told me over the years is all their fears about becoming an intuitive. Uh, Some people still use the word psychic um, about becoming a medium. There's a lot of fears that people have about doing this. So besides um, sharing with you, oh, what, you know, I think intuition really is, feels like, looks like, and happens, but I also want to talk to you about what might be getting in your way about this. So I'm going to start out with fears, and I made a little list here of the fears that uh, people keep bringing up in my courses. So people come to my courses, and yet they're they're scared to death. And a lot of times I'll ask people, "Well, how many of you are here?" And no one knows that you are here in an intuitive class. And a lot of people will raise up their hands that their family doesn't know, their friends don't know uh, what they're doing that weekend. And uh, you know, I find that kind of delightful. But it is based on some of the fears that we have so see and again make this a time about you and for you some people have said that they are so afraid of the unknown they're just afraid of the unknown they're afraid of taking um intuitive um classes or listening to my talk today might change things for them. Many, many people are afraid of failure. That What if I try to be intuitive and nothing happens? What if I um, think I'm intuitive and I'm very wrong? That comes up a lot, just that fear of failing, fear of being wrong. Some people will say, what if I'm just making it all up? Well, remember, it's always going to feel like you made it up. That's why you take the pop rather than what your brain is jumping all around about. You take the pop. So it will always feel like imagination and it will always feel like you're making it up. Now, here's one that, that many people have been bringing up to me and still do. And I really want you to notice how this touches you when i when I say this, that there's a fear that I'm not worthy of doing this level of work for myself or for others, that I'm not worthy or I don't deserve this. So sit there with that for a moment. I want you to to measure, literally measure your worthiness, if you would. One of the other fears that people bring up to me all the time is if I open up to this spirit world, what if it begins to dominate me? Well, it's not going to dominate you because one of the things that I'm going to talk about it here in the near future is how to be absolutely in charge of what's going on so for instance um i have a lot of deceased people uh, come to me um in my home and at night especially for some reason and i will just say okay everybody has to be quiet i will meet you tomorrow um out on my screened in porch and i'll talk it over with you and we will sort things out and i will help you but you all have to be quiet tonight because i have to sleep i'm in the physical and by gosh what i found out years ago is deceased people will do what you tell them to do because they are real people they will listen to you and they will do what you tell them to do you have to mean it when you say it but it, the spirit world will not dominate you because you're going to learn to be in charge of this. And they will listen. So I love, I love telling people that. Now, another fear is, what if I love the spirit world too much? And sometimes I don't even know what, what they might mean by that. But I hear that worry. And again, apply these things to you and see if this is, some of the things that's been getting in your way. Um, Some people have said, what if I know things about people that I do not want to know? So a lot of new people to intuitive um, information is, they're so worried that they're going to know that someone might die, or they're going to, to know, I don't know, all kinds of things. When, in fact, we will know many, many things, but it doesn't mean you need to say everything out loud. We already, in our regular life, know lots of things, and we don't say everything out loud. So be aware that you don't have to do that. Now, I find this uh, next one uh, kind of cute, really. Uh, that people want to be mediums and want to do this this deep level of intuitive work, intuitive healing and things like that. But they they said, but I don't want to see any dead people. And so that that tickles me. And so we'll we'll talk about that more in the future. But um, dead people, I will tell you, are I, here's how I look at it. They're just as alive as we are. And that makes all the difference in the world to me, to realize they're just as alive as we are. That's why they'll do what you ask them to do, because they're real people. So uh, what else we got here? Um, Some people have told me that they are uh, terrified to have that much authority for someone to come to them for a reading or someone to come to them for a medical intuitive healing, um, that they're worried about having that authority. Some are worried about the legalities. Um, will this interfere with the the professional license that I already have? And what I tell people about, if you're worried about the legalities of it, to, there's lots of... Um, oh uh, what do I want to say forms on the internet that you can actually google and find uh, alternative health care um, forms for people to sign so look for that and when I tell people that that's given people a lot of uh, a lot of um, ease and a lot of peace to if that is worrying you just find a form that covers all the things that you're worried and you can have your clients sign them uh, another thing is, um, what if I'm blamed for something? What if I make an error? Well, we are human, and we can actually say, and sometimes I'll stop and say, you know, now my guides are giving me this directive, but, uh, you know, if it doesn't feel right to you, you know, don't accept it. So you always give your, your living client the the, you know, the choice to make about that. Now, the next thing that gets into everyone's way, almost everyone's way, is your expectations. What you think intuition will be when it happens. And that's why I tried to cover all those key points uh, in our whole first half hour here together, is what do you think intuition is when it happens? So those expectations always get in the way for instance if you think that you have to see everything with your eyes open all that means is you're going to miss everything that you see in your mind's eye if you expect i'm trying to think of some other examples if you expect To actually get all of your information in one pathway and so if you expect to get all of your information from waves of knowing then you're going to miss the pathways that come to you uh, in all the other ways you'll miss the telepathic thought jumping into your mind so I hope you I hope I'm making sense about that what do you expect intuition to be when it does happen. If you expect, and this is the most common one, to see everything with your eyes open, that means you're going to miss the taste. Uh, You're going to miss uh, the smell of roses when someone comes in uh, and their grandmother loved roses and here's that smell of roses. It means you'll just miss all the others, ways that it's happening. So really take a measure of your expectations right now, if you would. Just take a measure of that. How do you expect it? And if you expect it one certain way, you're missing all the other pathways that it's coming to you. So in other words, another way to put this is Do you have some rules that you've already created in your mind about intuition and about mediumship and about medical intuition? What rules have you created in your mind? What rules have you created that, well, it's got to be this way or it's not right? So think about that for a moment. The next thing is if you are starting to work or practice doing intuitive sessions, I want you to notice that if you have any thoughts of yourself during uh, a session that you're having, an intuitive session that you're having with another person for another person, you are getting in your way. So I, I really talk to people that you sit down with someone to practice. And I do hope you start putting these things into practice with your friends and your family and maybe your coworkers if they're open to this. Any thoughts about yourself are you getting in the way? So if you sit down to practice, I want you to have absolutely no thoughts about yourself at all. You make the session completely, completely about the other person, completely. No thoughts of yourself. You could have a big ache and pain in your body and I set it aside and I have no thoughts about that because I make it all about my clients. Now, I have a couple more things and then we'll be bringing this to a close. If you have any strong emotions, some strong emotions of love, even hate, or a strong emotion of fear, any strong emotions will get in the way. So uh, here's my, my most perfect example of emotions getting in your way of being a clearest, most accurate, intuitive my sister called me and she said, I think I've broken my ankle, would you look in, because I teach people how to to actually look inside of another human uh, person. And she said, would you look in my ankle and see if it's broken? I, and I was hit with a wave of emotion because she had so many problems. So see, here was that, that wave of emotion about my sister. So I looked in her ankle, and I actually saw cracks going in multiple different directions in one particular bone. Out of my mouth came, no, I don't think it's broken, because I couldn't handle it, see? I couldn't handle her having another problem. So I go, no, I thought, yeah, I don't think it's broken, but if it still hurts really bad tomorrow, you probably ought to go to the emergency room. Well, she went to the emergency room the next day, And her ankle was broken in exactly where I thought it would be. So do you see, what I'm heading towards here is when you practice, and I hope you do start putting all this into practice, that don't practice with someone you are deeply emotional about. You could love them, you could hate them, you could be afraid of them. And you will not be accurate and I have a lot of students that come to me and they'll say I don't think I can do medical intuition work I don't think I can be a medium because I've been practicing on all my family and I haven't been right about anything well it's because of our emotion that gets in the way that gets in the way so be aware of that okay Practice with somebody that you're just really neutral about. And then the last thing I want to bring up is many, many, many of you, because my guides are giving me this information right now, are already know that you are very, very intuitive and you are holding back on it. You are. Worried about other people being uncomfortable. You're worried about what will family think. And I was very blessed with a family that we were expected to be intuitive. It was just natural. No one had a class. We never talked about it hardly at all. But when uh, my uh, deceased grandmother would come in, I would share it and everyone would say, oh, yes, she came to me too. And it was so natural. So I I realized that I was brought up with it just being um, a common knowledge that we live in this physical life with one foot in the physical and one foot in the non-physical at the exact same time. And so stick with me and this is where we're going to go and like i said our next time getting together i'm going to talk about all the ways that the universe is actually sending us signals and i've come up with um 18 pathways that i'm aware of and there's probably more but i will share that with everybody and uh each um each time we get together I'm going to bring up some different things, and I'm going to bring in some different people uh, to talk to you about their process, and I love doing this with you. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'll see you next month.